Yo, okay, everybody knows my favorite day is Wednesday, but right next to it is Thursday, Thor's Day. Yo, the man of thunder, the god of thunder. So we're going to come in here thunderous. And you know what's going to make part of that thunderous is that we got special guests. But before we get to that, let's talk about... Hello, nerds, and welcome to Geek Beast, part of the Geekish Network. This is your daily rundown of geek news from geeks that look like you, geeks that look like me, and geeks that look like my man over here below to the side of me. I don't really know where the graphics are. Yo, yo, my, yo, special guest, Balo. What's going oh. on with you, fam? Welcome to the family, man. Hey, thank you for having me. <clears throat> hey, man, Not happy Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yo i have checked your resume i i have checked your resume and you sir are geek satisfied you know how i know because any man that will willingly create a mario kart 64 tournament knowing that there's gonna be some fighting some beer being thrown and somebody's daughter and son getting cussed out willingly yo you got to be certified man yo speak on your geek resume to the masses please Oh man! Well, speaking of the tournament, um, what you call it? We're called Tiger Knee. It's a uh, brewyard. We uh, the tournament's called Brewyard Brawls at our local brewery here at Brewyard mm-hmm. uh, in Burbank, Glendale, and um, we hold it every first or third Thursday of the month. And you know what better way to you know dominate your friends but on uh, Mario Kart sixty four while you're drinking <laughs> beer, you know, and eating <laughs> delicious tacos, you know? That's how you show yeah. your superiority. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you said that because Mario Kart, damn it, is a game of dominance. It's about shit talking (laughs) and watching your foes wither beneath the wheel of your Mario Kart, fam. (laughs) Oh, I'm actually looking forward to doing this and and destroying any hopes of creating new friends. Hey, so if this is your first time to the show, we cover the Geek News Beat and we share our opinions with you. I am your host, Sintel. And, you know, you might as well just go ahead and jump in some of this geek news because every day something's jumping off the screen regarding it. So you about ready for that? Yep, let's go. All right, right, so if there's one thing there are a lot of, it is Star Wars games. And there was a fabled one that was being created way back in the day called Star Wars 1313. Well, new footage of that canceled Star Wars game has revealed unfinished Boba Fett gameplay. Boba Fett. I'm sorry, I know people are really sensitive about how you pronounce Boba Fett's name. Um, I mean, this is coming out right around the time when the series has had some critical reviews, good and bad, and now we see an unfinished Boba Fett game to kind of like seal the deal. Um, how do you feel about the timing and or the game in general? Well, I mean, it would have been cool if they came out with kind of like a Red Dead Redemption kind of Boba Fett game. And that's what it kind of looks like. I checked out like some of the footage that did come out Mm. and it kind of coincides with this like really old news of them trying to do like way before Lucasfilm tried to do a a show that was about the underbelly of Coruscant. Okay. It's right around the same time as this game was being made, but I mean... Star Wars games have been fun, you know. Yeah. Fallen Order was great. The show right now, Book of Boba Fett, I'm personally enjoying it. Granted, mm-hmm. it's kind of not really as focused as I'd want it to be. But <laughs> we did get an awesome uh, Mandalorian segue last night, so that was great. Uh, right, right. There's something mm-hmm. ironic that the best episode 
of the Boba Fett series may not necessarily have anything to do with Boba Fett at all. There's something, uh, something <laughs> mildly funny about that. Yeah. Hey, I did check out some of the footage as well, and a lot of it reminded me. It had feels of an Uncharted kind of feel. There's a there's a couple of scenes of of, of Boba Fett running through. Uh, it looks like a platformer ish kind of thing. He's kind of chasing somebody, falling through windows and stuff. Um, it's hard to really get a good idea of just how good it could have looked because a lot yeah. of the footage was like testing type footage, but it yeah. did seem to be kind of like on par for the type of games that we were enjoying back in 2012. This was a really, really old project that, that came out from back in the day. Um, based off of what you've seen and based off of the hype of the internet, because the internet and especially Twitter has ways of bringing the dead back when it comes to content. Would you want to see them go back down these uh, go go back down the path of trying to you know get this game up and running again. That would be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see like a game, a Star Wars game, that's removed from like the central thing of Jedi and Sith and everything like that, and explore more of like the bounty hunters and the syndicates and stuff like that. I mean, it looks yeah, it it looks great, you know. And yeah, I mean, maybe a hot take, but I'm kind of tired of Jedi's a little bit. You know, the galaxy is, is is gigantic, and there's so much right. more than glowing lightsabers. You know what I mean? You know what? I don't think you're the only one that feels that way, and I really do believe that is why some of the properties that we've seen changing regarding, like the Mandalorian, and of course Boba Fett in general, yeah. are kind of like moving away from from the Jedi Order. Um, is there any like any properties within the? the Star Wars cinematic space or even video games that you would like to see um, have some life breathed in it cinematically? Like, for example, for me, I love uh, Knights of the Old Republic as an example. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. But my one big push that I want to see happen is Solo 2. That's Mm. me. Just me. I love Solo. Solo was great. And I think it just, like, suffered the unfortunate... um, timing of coming out after last jedi because if it didn't come out after last jedi i think people would have like loved solo as much as i did because it's great it's it was a lot of fun and you know uh, i can't say that dude's name but the actor made it his own he didn't have to like do he didn't have to be uh harrison ford you know what i mean like and right we finally saw chewie in like full action and it was a lot right. of Right, that's very true. Yo, that, that is very true. To me, you know, you, that's a really good point that you brought up. I think it, it, the timing of it was really bad. I think had it came out like during the Disney Plus era where you can kind of like choose if you want to see a movie like that at home and, or, or at the theater, I think it would have done pretty well in today's era. And then coming off like the bad taste in people's mouths that you said regarding, regarding the previous movie, it was, it was tough for, for it to win. Um, we weren't fully invested in like the offshoots I did like um what was the one where they had to uh blow up the, the Rogue One radio? Rogue One, golly, yes. That one. I thought that was gonna set the tone. I, I really enjoyed it, but uh, you know, Disney kinda I mean the funny part of... about the whole thing is is like Rogue One and Solo, like apart from the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. like for me were way better than the sequel trilogy. I mean, um, Force Awakens started things kind of okay, but then dropped the ball because they didn't have someone to kind of like envision everything and hone everything together, you know? Like right. Kevin Feige. But yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. And you know yeah. what? It like blessing in disguise that the movies didn't do that great. 
because they pivoted to shows and now we have the Mandalorian and you know, love it or, or not, not love it or hate it, but like whatever your thoughts on Book of Boba Fett, at least mm-hmm. we're finally getting something with Boba Fett. I, I can agree with you on that. I can definitely agree with you on that. Now think, he's not I just the, yeah, he's not just you know the shiny bounty hunter in the back that nobody knows about. It's like that guy's really cool. And then, <laughs> yeah. big facts. You you brought up something that that's really uh, interesting, and that was when you said that the original story regarding the thirteen thirteen game was that it was it could talk about the the underbelly of, of Kurosan, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like they've taken like that kind of premise to talk about Tatooine and not most Eisley, but most uh oh they're in now. Most, most Espa, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, so we do kind of get that that underbelly kind of feel. So Disney's not completely throwing the whole baby out with the bathwater regarding no. some of the concepts. They're just kind of like like recycling. Um hey man, well speaking of speaking of older concepts that are being recycled. <laughs> Yo, so a patent from Universal could gamify theme parks and possibly be for Pokemon attractions. Po- excuse me, Pokemon. Pokemon attractions for uh, the Orlando Park. And uh, so they're thinking about releasing uh, collectible items that could be used to redeem other prizes, including express passes, uh, mm-hmm. according to the panic patent so uh the interactive token system describes the interactive system that allows guests to collect souvenir coins or tokens and store them in some sort of wearable device uh they can then use these tokens to access the special attractions battling against other guests in other interactive games and more hmm it's interesting maybe yeah like they're 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 kind of already doing that in the uh, nintendo world in uh universal in japan you know, they're doing a whole augmented reality thing where, like, you know, of course, you have to pay an extra 35 bucks to get the glasses, and then you roll through, like, Nintendo Land, and you do this whole game thing. But, I, I mean, it could be kind of cool, like, to kind of heighten the experience of of your theme park experience, you know? Right. And it right. could play right. in, it could right. probably right. tie in with, like, Pokemon Go and you know, have something tangible for people who play Pokemon Go to actually have. So that'd be kind of cool. I do like that. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it's, you know, bringing something as popular as Pokemon Go that's living in a, in a, uh, a VR space and then bringing something tangible mm-hmm. to it. But you know, the thing that caught my eye the most, and when I used to go to theme parks, I always felt, when I was, especially when I was a kid, because they used to have these things, like these little, these little wrist uh, bands that you could wear that allow you to skip the line. Um, if you mm-hmm. you see him at like uh, it was Operaland, uh, Operaland Ho- not hotel. Uh, Operaland was the name of the theme park in Tennessee. I used to go to. You see at Six Flags. You see it at at Disney World. And unfortunately for some uh, for some kids, uh, they can't afford like the higher uh, the, the 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 higher ticket prices in order to get those bands. So you kind of like stuck at the end of the line. But to get fast passes as a reward of gamifying your experience, I think that's a great opportunity to let kids who may not be able to, to afford that, like kind of like work for it in a sense. And yeah. it could be just fun, you know? You, that would be awesome. Around. Yeah, I think that was a really cool idea. Um, I'm hoping that they, they kind of stick with that. Um, and if you do take that, you know, of course, the Geekish Network is going to take a percentage. <laughs> 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 no, no, yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's uh. You know, it's a suggestion, and there's a there's a little thing back. You know, if something happens, we have it on film. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all I was saying. Yeah, we, got, we got it on tape. <laughs> so the system is going to allow you to collect, trade, and even battle character-based items within the park and could possibly be used for Pokemon-type experience. So the, describes, the device described could be a theme park variation of the Pokedex, which would explain oh, why awesome. it stores a list of your completed collections. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's really dope if you really sit there and think about it because... Um, all the the creatures, the po- Pokemon that you collect, you can like, battle them on the spot. Maybe you know how it is in Pokemon Go, where you could go to it as like a, is it a gymnasium where everybody fights at? I think it's yeah. the name of it. It's a gymnasium, like gym battles um, and stuff. Yeah, man, can you imagine how epic that would be? Especially if it's like you know, 50, 60 kids and adults, because we know we enjoy mm-hmm. our Pokemon as well. You know, everybody <laughs> just like, sweating it out. I'm just saying, man. I mean, not only that, man, you know, get some exercise for these kids too, man. Stretch your legs. That was, that was a beautiful thing I loved about Pokemon Go because, you know, we had to really physically get out there and, and catch these little things. Actually, like, walk out into the world and try, you know. Yeah. It got a little extreme, though. There were some people who were, like, doing some really dumb things and going to dumb places <laughs> to get some Pokemon. Yeah. No, I, I remember uh, one of the horrible stories I heard was there was apparently a rare one on somebody's on somebody's land and they were uh and I guess the farmer whoever it was that lived out there was like shooting rock crystals at the kids oh saw crystals or something. I was like, what <laughs> year are we living in? <laughs> that is legitimately get off of my lawn like <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my Charmander. Exactly. Get your hands off of my off of Get my your picture. hands off my Charmander. <laughs> oh man hey so still speaking of 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 some of these theme parks studio studio ghibli's theme park is to open in japan okay so the theme so the theme park based around the world of legendary japanese animation house studio ghibli and please i think i may be saying that incorrectly will open november 1st in nagato japan the company's official twitter account has announced so the uh it's going to be located on the site of where the 2005 world's fair uh, was located about 90 miles east of Kyoto. So um, apparently, this is supposed to show a lot of homage to some of of the the anime's more popular films, films that include Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke, and a, and Kiki's Delivery Service, which I finally watched not too long ago. Um, it was um, boring. I not to say that the rest of the stuff wasn't good. I did like some of the other products. No, some of the other animes were really good. They're legendary, but whoa, Kiki's, Kiki's delivery service was, was tough. I'm like, she really just going to deliver these cakes around town for the whole movie, huh? Just the whole, the whole movie, the whole Okay. But she does it with her magic, and she tries she to like, save her friend who was stuck on that Zeppelin, so. <laughs> you know. Are, are you going? Are you going? Is, it, is this a theme park? If you're, you're over there hanging out and you got a little bit extra time and you've just got done catching your Pokemon at the other park. Are you going <laughs> to, to Ghibli's, Ghibli's three park? I, you know what? Most definitely. I mean, I've watched the movies since I was a kid and like my, my mm-hmm. nieces and nephews enjoy it now too. And I mean, Hayao Miyazaki and, you know, the studio just create really beautiful things. So if they can yes. physically manifest like all those things in the movie and you see it, I think that would be incredible, you know, like from, I don't know if they'll have like a full moving castle or like the whole (laughs) onsen from, from spirited away. But if you could just capture that magic and like that, that sense of wonder that, for example, 
Like the first time you went, anybody has gone into like Star Wars land mm-hmm. in, in Disneyland. That's incredible. Like if you can kind of catch that feeling, then that'd be kind of great. And you know, Ghibli has a lot of really cool stuff. For me, I'd be looking forward to the food. Because like every time Ooh. they got food in the Ghibli movies, they look good. That is a very good point. That is a very yeah, the food really does have to be legendary, right? Like yeah, you gotta, it's gotta really be on point. I think um another challenge for that, like the visuals, because like those those films and those projects are just known for being just visually stunning. So mm-hmm. uh, you would kind of go there expecting that that level of visual quality for however they 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 show some of these projects. Uh, yo, big shout out to, to the man in the sky. <laughs> Geekish Network has said uh, Harry Potter at Universal is amazing. So I can imagine how it feels for Studio Ghibli fan to experience something like that. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, I'm glad that yeah. there's been previous people that have that have set the example of how some of these theme parks should should go about, you know, going over these 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 specifically themed areas within those theme parks. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what was the last theme park you've been to? Disneyland. And I'm gonna be there again on Sunday. Because <laughs> uh, what you call it? It's a uh, it's the Chinese New Year celebration, and uh, the uh, the significant other wants to go and collect uh, some collectibles. <laughs> nice. That's a that's a yo. That's a good idea. That is absolutely a good idea. It's more like a present for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's the gift that keeps on giving. They got specialty food, so I'm gonna be there to check out the foods. That's you know, yeah. She can, she can, uh, she she has the whole rundown and like you know, she's like, oh, we're going on Sunday. I was like, okay. <laughs> you like you? Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. So, sure. As, as long as I can get to go to uh, what's called Star Wars Land, I'm fine. You know. <laughs> All right. So we 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 briefly went over interactive games turned real. We're gonna go back into the digital space again. And let's talk about how Epic has been like the people's champ for the past year or so, just totally passing out free candy, like free games left and right. They had a really big batch of giving out um, some of the Tomb Raiders. I think they gave out like all three, if I remember right, all three for free. Uh, some of the other games that, that they've included and just give it away for free include uh, Control, Civilizations uh, 6, uh, Grand Theft Auto, like that, I mean, Everybody should have that game by now. It's been around for so long. But uh, <laughs> so they're saying that they're going to keep it moving. They're, they're going to keep all these free games going and the giveaways are going to continue um, into uh, 2022, man. This seems like, you know, the Lord's work almost. How are we feeling? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool for me on a personal note. If it keeps more people in and, you know, not out there and spreading, spreading the virus, I'm fine. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, it brings more people to the whole gaming world and stuff. And right. if it wasn't accessible before, right? Like they have a chance right. to get it now if they missed it the first time. So that's pretty cool. And they, they make awesome games. Like I love the newer Tomb Raider series. They, it just, right. you know, it was just so much fun, you know? So yeah, that's pretty cool. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a cheapskate, so free is always great. There we go. There's the honesty. That's what I'm looking for, because that's what I'm in it for. Yo, give me the free. Give me the free. Like, hey, oh, listen. And- how much is it? <laughs> oh, free? Oh, yeah. No, all right. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring it, bring it, bring it. Yo, it is, it is right on time, because right now the gaming space is very volatile with so many of the major players pivoting and making these big moves. Uh, I had nominated uh, for win of the year regarding 2021, the Xbox Game Pass, because it allowed so many people 
to uh, still play higher end next gen console type games who weren't able to buy the new next gen consoles due to do the shortages yeah. and stuff. So now we have, um, oh my gosh, uh, Valve uh, releasing their, their handheld device that should be shipping next month. So they're a big contender. Sony's always going to be a big contender with just the hardware in general. So I'm, I'm loving that every, all these different platforms are kind of like, you know, sharpening their nails, filing their teeth and getting ready for, to, to, to fight for our attention. And we are winning by getting all of this amazing free stuff. Please. Uh, keep oh, yeah. going with that. <laughs> just us as gamers are just like coming out on top of all of this. So that's that's just really fun. You know, and it's mm. great. That what's your favorite platform, man? What you what you gaming on? Uh I am a PlayStation mm-hmm. guy. You know, I've had PlayStations from one to four now. I haven't gotten around <laughs> to the five yet because there hasn't really been a game that I want to get just yet. But I am also a very big Sega Dreamcast uh, diehard. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You'll be a set of my emulators on my on my machine. Then, <laughs> oh, are you emulator? You got the full blown real the Dreamcast real? No, I have I have the like I still have my Dreamcast set up, and like all my finding games are on it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the Dreamcast was an incredible machine that unfortunately yes. didn't get a lot of love out here in the West. You know, yeah, back in yeah. like Asia, like that thing survived for how many years? And like a lot of like, um, especially fighting game uh, company, like fighting game, uh, fighting games, period, like came mm-hmm. out on it because it was such a great like machine to run all of them. So, you know, yeah, big facts. Um, it was one of the very first machines I actually played until I broke, and that was due to Fantasy Star Online. That Online. game was so dope because. It was one of the very first online games for a console ever, and I was yeah. absolutely addicted. So much so, I just told this story before, I'm not going to go to the full breakdown, but I had my appendix actually rupture while I was playing that game, and I damn near played and died oh because of a video game. That's how hardcore I was for Fantasy Star Online and the Sega Dreamcast, so I, I feel, oh. feel you on that, fam. You ever, you ever died for one of your oh games? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Don't ever Gotta test my to beats. Next part. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was sitting there playing like this, doubled over, like, oh, I just got to get the double saber though first. <laughs> oh my god! Just let me get to the next part, please, please. <laughs> um, yeah. Yo, I'm, I know we're running a little short on time, but I want to bang out like one more before before we uh, start jumping into crosstalk. And it's a series that I've been really enjoying, and that is Peacemaker. Uh, yo, James Gunn, in case you haven't uh, been paying attention, has done a spinoff off of The Suicide Squad. You have to make sure you emphasize The Suicide Squad with one of the more underrated characters and gave him his own show uh, called Peacemaker. Um, in regular James Gunn fashion, it is very violent and cringeworthy in a lot of different places, but cringeworthy in a way that makes it fun. Is, <laughs> is that a thing? How would you feel? Yeah. How would you feel if I told you they're going to get a season two? Yeah. You know what? I, I welcome it. As long as they keep the same, like one, one of the best intros on any show this year. That that whole dance number is incredible. Yeah. If they give us another one like that for season two, I'm all for it. 
Three, like, you know what? John Cena has been, you know what? Like, he's very endearing. He's growing on me. Like, he's actually, yeah, he's he's actually quite funny. Like, really funny and, you know, kind of holds a little bit of uh, acting chops and makes you feel for him a little bit. You know, I could do without him and his tidy whities all the time, but it's it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't need to see your deep print every every other scene, please. I'm, every time I come on, I'm like this when I see. I'm like, come on, man, <laughs> let me cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's cool to see, and I'll, you know, it's like, oh, hey, okay, that's that's nice. You know, that's but nice. but it's so fitting for the character. I mean, it makes yeah. perfect sense with the within the realms of the show that that, that he would do that. Um. You know something that I did notice, and that is his ability to improv is really incredible. And and yeah. I think that's a tribute to just WWE because they go in there with a very loose script and they just show up and just start screaming at the fans and bashing beer cans on each other's hands. Um. Yeah. <laughs> like his comedic timing is actually very, very good. Like I, Like out of all of his movies, his comedies have all, I like more than him trying to be serious and stuff. You know, right? You yeah. know, so, yeah. And then the show itself is pretty good. Like, um, I don't know her her name, but the actress that's playing uh, uh, Adebayo, she yes. is great. She is yeah. great. You know, yeah. I think and the only other thing that I remember seeing her was uh, Orange is the New Black. I think that was like the one that like really broke her out on the scene. Oh, um, she was. And then I, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I'll definitely yeah, check it she, out now. Yeah, she she did a pretty, you know, she did a that and a obviously a good enough job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, vigilante, that's my dude. He's, he's, Especially he's, the last episode, but not not this episode that just came up, but the one before that. I was like, yo, yeah. this dude is on the home team. I'm I'm a huge fan. Hey, so there's also some additional news that goes with that Peacemaker, and that is that Peacemaker may not be the only Suicide Squad such a TV series spawned by Guns Imagination. As it was also announced that the filmmakers developing another spinoff series from the Suicide Squad from HBO Max. However, he didn't go into the details about what character the spinoff would focus on or what it would be about. Only noting, we're working on something else right now, another TV show that's connected to the DC Extended Universe. Out of, out of all those characters that you saw from the Suicide Squad, <laughs> who would you want to see as a, who would you want to see as a spinoff show? You know what? I mean... I don't know. Idris Elba's character was pretty cool. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was cool, but knowing James Gunn, it's going to be someone like completely unexpected. So it's either going to be the weasel that yep. was like, <laughs> it's either going to be the weasel. I actually really like Polka Dot Man in the movie, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, we all saw what happened to him. Yeah. But, they if they just give us like the daily adventures of King Shark of just him being adorably eating everybody, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, our cool is gonna have to run out because we are getting ready for the next squad in, and that is going to be Orges Illustrated. So that is going to conclude the new segment for our show today. Yo, thank you so much. Yo, hey, hey, Paulo, please. Um, Tell the people uh, your socials, how they can reach you, um, because you, sir, need a following. So let, let, let them know how they can get in contact with you. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, you can check out our tournaments at uh, on Instagram on uh, tiger.ne. That's T-Y-G-R dot K-N-E-E. 
Um, follow us there, and that's where our tournament schedules will be. Come on down, have some beer, have some tacos, yell at your friends for, you know, throwing a blue shell at you when you're at first. So, yeah, <laughs> come check it out, you know. And, uh, yeah, and you'll probably see me around different cons if I ever come out of my bunker here. So, you know, okay. <laughs> come check all us right, out. Bet, bet. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Hey, shout out to Digital Click for all the creative you provide. You see all these beautiful borders that are surrounding us. They make us look good. And if we look good, in the immortal words of Deion Sanders, when I look good, I play good. When I play good, I make money. Yo, listen, when we look good, we give you a good show. When we give you a good show, you keep coming back for more. You want that feeling? You got to give Digital Click a call. They will hook you up. Geek Beast, excuse me, not Geek, <clears throat> excuse me, Geek, Geek-ish, Geek Beast projects are also in podcast form as well uh so please make sure you hit some of those major uh streaming services such as apple Podcasts, spotify and you know make sure you can check us out in your car or when you're going for a jog that's one i absolutely love my podcast the most please subscribe to our youtube channel if you're watching it here and if, and if you're not it's forward slash the geekish network click that thumbs up that's how youtube knows we gotta make sure we massage those algorithms properly so they can check us out and of course click the subscription button as well bell notification so you can get up-to-date notifications on your mobile device whenever we go live you want to see us live man jump in the chat interact ask us ask us some questions because we love to entertain and just you know make it homey please subscribe. <laughs> um let's see what else is going on I'm, uh, I'm off the reservation ladies and gentlemen if you have an amazon prime account you can link to us and sub to us using your prime game accounts your prime gaming it costs you nothing but it helps us out tremendously. And of course, push us out on your own personal socials because, you know, you vet us and people come check us out. So, so the next show coming up, oh, absolutely one of my favorites. Fortunes Illustrated, yo, these ladies kill the game. Yo, Courtney. Hi, hi, hi. I know <laughs> is probably right around the corner. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but it doesn't matter because, yo, it's... It, it could be just one of them, and you're gonna get game dropped on you. They're, they're legendary. Y'all wanna introduce you to, to Paulo. I don't know if you were check, checking out some of the show. He's been in here geeking out with me over some of these news. Uh, I, I popped in for a little bit. Okay. All right. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you So, you all will be discussing this evening a bit <clears throat> of Spider Man No Way Home. Um, one, of the, one of the things that can kind of bring us all together is something that we. Uh, found was pretty interesting and that was a good hat tip and a nod to uh tagala representation regarding going in going into the movie um i for one may not be 100 percent familiar with hearing it all the time but it was good to hear it and be like oh okay now i'm really feeling like i'm in the mix with, with some of my favorite characters uh how, how are you all feeling about some proper inclusion done on a big big project like this I have never been more seen in a movie ever. <laughs> oh, like hearing yes. hearing his grandma, his Lola, just like, like, all right, do whatever, just clean up after yourselves. Like, oh my God, like that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. The minute that happened in the movie, like all of us in my row and we're just like, oh my God. You know, we thought we were going to get it in Raya and the Last Dragon. No, we got it in Spider-Man. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, what is it? Like when one, one door opens, or, oh, no, when one door closes, a window opens or something like that. I think, I think that's the <laughs> term or something. Something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, they got, um, one, they got one in. They got one in. I mean, they miss Miles, but we'll take it. I know. 
we'll take it at least at least we got at least we got we got one fam in you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that that's that's we'll take it <laughs> but then again miles is going to be coming back with his own movie and it's going to be right. incredible verse mm-hmm. you know that's going to be incredible and I mean, Ready they did kind of set up Miles already with Donald Glover in the in what the first movie. They did, and that's why I was hoping. I was so hoping that the end credits were going to be Donald with maybe a little young Miles like a or little just Miles, yeah. a Miles in a in a you know like hop, hops down in an alley with just you didn't even need to have the kid cast. Just put him in the Miles outfit. And then have him like blip away to another multiverse. You know what I'm saying? Like back to his verse. That's what I would have done. I think a, a ball was dropped, but again, <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home was, it was good fun. I had good fun. Yeah. It was the, for me, it's like the most fun Marvel movie ever. Like out of all of them. Like I had so much fun watching that movie. And I, you know, I'm just going to say, Andrew Garfield was, you know, my favorite part of the whole dang thing. He stole the show. <laughs> yeah. He really stole the show for me. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, you muted. Oh, yeah, Catherine can't. Oh, oh wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Hey, um, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, I never really understood the hate for Andrew Garfield uh, in the earlier versions, but um, but yeah, no, it, it was this was film was a lot of fun. I still personally prefer Spider Verse as like my favorite Spider Man movie. Um, but yeah. I, this was a lot of fun. I just have some questions about like some some weird like holes in this movie. But outside of that, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. Outside <laughs> of that, it, it it was good fun. It's basically a reflection of the Sony like Spider, all the Spider Sony Spider Verse, not yeah, all the of them, but like the li- mm-hmm. yeah, the live action Sony Verse, uh, and like kind of a introspect of it and a reflection of it. So. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we, we we talked briefly about some of the the new episodes of um uh regarding Peacemaker. Oh yeah, uh, I've not watched we... today's. I, I'm one okay. through four. No spoilers. But I didn't I didn't watch today's. Well, James Gunn. Jen, yeah. James okay, Gunn I, has said that there news. is going to be a uh, a second one and possibly a spinoff from the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I had asked Paulo earlier if there was a character within the Suicide Squad movie that you would like to have their own spinoff. Who would it be? I I, w- I would like to see King Shark, but I think it's going to be probably Poke of Man in a prequel, a prequel show, um, mm. or it could be uh, multiple uh, characters. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I feel like to see it'll be like... Rat Girl. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. That's a good Rat Catcher. Mm. Yeah, or even like Taika Waititi's like the original Rat Catcher with uh like like a prequel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has it been uh has it been measuring up as as a whole? Are you are we surprised? Is it on par? Or are we disappointed? With what? With Peacemaker? Oh uh, yeah, with Peacemakers. Oh, I've been loving it. <laughs> I, I I love I've that show. It. It's been hilarious. The intro is like great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I think my best, my, my favorite part of the dance is that um, the people that were in like the pilot are are part of the credits. Like they have just a guest star, and then don't come back again. But they're there, and I think that's my favorite part. 
I like seeing like these and serious eagly. characters. Yeah. Eagly. Eagly. Yep. <laughs> Eagly's great. I, oh, man. I love how it's not really like crisp. You know, not everybody's hitting the beat exactly. You see Peacemaker, he kind of like fudges a couple of steps a little bit. I like that because it's, it's a little bit more fun and relative, it makes it a little bit more, more fun. And also, um, I didn't realize that I maybe missed glam rock a little bit, maybe a little bit. Because the soundtrack has been been pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think that this is HBO Max's answer to Cobra Kai. And I honestly, I yeah. think they're doing Cobra. I think they're doing it better. It's kind of funny how they even like reference Cobra Kai in the show. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, <laughs> and even just like the typographic treatment for like these headlines are very like they match the music, even just the overall tone with Peacemaker having more of like, I guess, an 80s, like, in, you know, he, he, he set up everything like the 80s. And so it all matches really well. All right. Well, I think we are getting close to giving you all the elbow space that you need in order to inform the masses about all of this amazing comic book creative. Uh, you all are going to be going over, like I said earlier, Spider-Man No Way Home. Is there anything else you want to address before we do this quick little break? No, we're just excited to be back. This is our yeah. first show back of the new year. So oh, yeah. just happy to, happy to chat. 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So you're for everybody that, that is uh, already paying attention and logged in, we're going to take a, maybe like a five to 10 minute break and we will be back with Origins, Origins Illustrated. Thank you so much for uh, hanging on and standing by. And I promise you, you'll be thoroughly entertained. We out of here. Good night, y'all. Bye.